The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. Nessie Hayward's story is one of courage, steadfastness, faith, self-sacrifice, and a cruelly early end to a life full of wonderful promise. She was born Hester Hayward at her family home, the Nunnery Mansion House just outside Douglas, in 1768. Hers was a distinguished family, which included speakers of the House of Keys, Deemsters, and one lieutenant-governor. She grew up to be a celebrated beauty, an accomplished society hostess, and a sprightly conversationalist. Her future promised to be a magical one. But this was not to be. She was nineteen when, in 1787, her fourteen-year-old brother Peter sailed as a midshipman on HMS Bounty on its ill-fated voyage to the South Seas. Captain Bly himself had not long previously been married in the Isle of Man. In April 1878, Fletcher Christian led the famous mutiny caused by Bly's allegedly harsh discipline and cruelty, and Bly, with eighteen loyal officers and men, were set adrift in an open boat by the mutineers. Midshipman Hayward was not among them. He remained on board with the mutineers, and this was how fate singled out Nessie for her part in the events which followed. Bly saved himself and his men. In a magnificent feat of navigation, he sailed three and a half thousand miles of the South Pacific to safety at Timor. After this, the Navy set out to bring the mutineers to justice. It was a long and difficult process, but six men were eventually brought back to England to face a court-martial at Spithead in 1791, and sentence of death by hanging, and Midshipman Hayward had been caught up with them. But his guilt was not easily proved. His defence was that he had stayed on board because it was better than taking the option of risking his life by going in the open boat with Bly and the other loyal men. When Nessie learned of these things, she determined to save him. She had to get to London as soon as possible. A comfortable sea passage was not readily available, and she decided to go to Liverpool in a small fishing boat. She seems not to have told her family of her plan and she lay on bare boards with aching heart and body for forty-nine hours as the boat battled its way through a fierce storm. She then caught a mail coach to London and began her campaign to save her brother from his real risk of going to the gallows. She set about it with great energy. She wrote to the Admiralty and anybody of influence she could think of. She didn't spare herself in her efforts, and her obvious belief in her cause and her love for her brother seems to have had the desired effect. One version of events says she touched the heart of the Earl of Chatham, First Lord of the Admiralty. Another version says the Prime Minister, William Pitt the Younger, played a part in things. The outcome was that in October 1791 a King's Warrant gave Peter Haywood a full and free pardon, and she and Peter returned to the Isle of Man. By this time, Nessie's health had been irreversibly undermined. Within a year, she was dead, at the age of twenty-four. Where she lies buried, I'm afraid I don't know. As for Peter, he continued his career in the Navy. He was promoted, and he was present at the Battle of Trafalgar. In 1813, with the rank of post-captain, he had command of a seventy-four-gun ship of the line. In 1816, he retired, married, and lived in London until his death in 1831. This would seem to be the end of our story. 
But for me, there remains one intriguing question. Did the professional careers of Bly and Haywood ever cross after the mutiny on the bounty? It would have been a fraught encounter because of what Bly wrote to his wife after he reached safety at Timor, bearing in mind the family connections of Fletcher Christian. I have now reason to curse the day I ever knew a Christian, or a Haywood, or indeed any Manxman. Yes, he did marry in the Isle of Man, but I don't think the lady concerned was Manx.